Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a toothbrush for when you're in a rush, aging feral cats need your help, and a way to hover while you sit. Hang loose, guys, and sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey, everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out, find crowdfunding projects, and let you know if we should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, and joining me is a man who is wise and experienced in the ways of video editing and life actually in general on yeah the, i'm pretty life yeah the, the one and only drew tyler how you doing today man oh i am experienced I, and wise beyond my years in fact in a moment i will drop some knowledge upon you that you will yearn for more <laughs> I, I, <laughs> what I, kind I, of initial is that why is it experience I, I don't know because like i i people I don't know why people don't believe me, but like you're like my hero, man. It's I know. It's, it's I don't like know how this happened. You know everybody. You know how to do everything, and you're just like so badass at doing it. And, and somehow I don't know. I feel, <laughs> I, the thing is, I have people that are way more badass than me that you also know. So they should be the no, they should so be the guys you look up to. That adds to your badassness because technically they're like there part you of your posse. Uh, on there, so, you know? <laughs> oh, now I've got the hiccups. We're dead. I can't do this. <laughs> that, that's that's like how I organize in my head. Is like. Holy crap, you know? And the, the funny thing is, I actually was going to, I remembered, because I was driving home today, and you know how, like, Leo Lepore is the tech guy, and, um, like, Grammar Girl has her kind of thing on there, and I was like, mm-hmm. yep. well, Drew's doing his, his Final Cut videos, like, do you have, like, a cool, like, nickname or, like, on-stage name that you go by? Yeah. But I should. Like, Night 20 is about all I ever do, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I should have a like, Master Tyler. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just like imagining like welcome to this edition of Final Cut Advanced with Master Tyler or something like that. I'm trying I to just, find that thing, right? You know, so I'm like I'm like, wow, I should ask him if he actually has something like that cuz that just even makes him more badass. No, I don't. I don't have anything <laughs> cool. Well, maybe somebody can figure out something and we'll like we'll make it catch on like wildfire. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> All right, guys. So, if this is your first time watching this episode, yeah, I have a man crush on Drew. Whatever, but whatever. But, whatever. but, but, but what 2016 we, friends. Yeah. What, what, what we do here is uh, talk about crowdfunding projects. And before we go into crowdfunding projects, we have some news for you. And boy, there's a sparse amount of news that's happened in these past two weeks. Not gonna lie. Um, hmm. So, Drew, you remember? I think it was about six months ago or so that Hasbro held the gaming con- uh, contest on Indiegogo to find yep, the next yep. big party game, right? Yep. So that was su- super successful. Mr. Toast came out of it, which seems like a really fun game on there. Now they're doing it again, and this time they're actually widening their um, their requirements where before it used to have to be a party game. This can actually be any kind of game on there, and this time, I think they're making it a little bit different where they're going to actually pick 15 semi-finalists where you have to submit your, a prototype of the game and then Hasbro employees will actually play the game um, and they'll pick the top five. And those top five get $2,000 to develop their game and launch a oh. crowdfunding project. Oh, so, which is about, like, that's a yeah. good amount to, like, finish up developing game and the amount of time and money that it takes to actually get a Kickstarter or, you know, something up and out. That's I like it. I like it. And I love how that, you know, that these games are going to be great because Hasbro themselves who have, who knows vast amounts of years of making Mm -hmm. games 
will be, hey, mm-hmm. we like these as the cream of the crop. So I, I'm kind of excited for that. Um, and then the winner, of course, gets to work with Hasbro and probably will make that game in reality. You keep the money you crowdfunded, of course. And right. I think they also are, they might kick in another like 25 grand for a cash yeah. prize. So, wow. So wow. You, you, get a, you get a free trip to Rhode Island, twenty five up to 25 grand, I think, as a cash prize. And you get your game made. Is that just like one of the coolest mm-hmm. things ever? Good way to like I would I would lean on that if you're a game maker that sounds like a great way to go. Yep, um, but get a move on because May fifteenth is the last day. Um, mm. Drew, are you like brewing an idea for a game? I, I'm like, can I come up with something? <laughs> I'm so swamped right now. I don't think I can come up with. <laughs> it's like a Final Cut game. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hand tool. This is the blade <laughs> tool. Which, that's my favorite. Which tool is the most worthless? Ding 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 ding. Hand tool. Never use it. <laughs> I don't remember the hotkey for that. I'm like, whatever. Never use it. <laughs> um, it's right. called it's called your mouse. You swipe with your mouse. You don't need to switch tools to a hand tool. I'm telling you, I want the director's cut of that. <laughs> the, the course. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. All right. It's pretty funny. So for our second news, and we've mentioned this a couple times, that one of the ways you want to track how your project's doing is to use Google Analytics. I don't think we've ever gone into the details of how to use Google Analytics. Um I mean, Drew, could you give people a quick rundown? It's kind of complicated. <laughs> it's, it's Google Analytics is nice to let you know where people are coming from and where what sites they're, they've been led to you by. Like, So if you put a whole bunch of time and energy into marketing into the right places, you could then see from your analytics which sites are sending you the best traffic so you can you know amplify that. Um, but, but the actual yeah. steps, is, it's kind of complicated because you got. Yeah, go I don't know how to do it. Like you just you put some stuff in a code and upload it to an FTP and make sure it's connected to. Yeah, it's messy. Yeah. So, so yeah. what's nice is our friends at CrowdCrux actually put together a guide, and I read through the guide. It's pretty pretty detailed and enhanced. So that's why we're not going to go into it here. Um, but if you guys head on over to our show notes at kitcast.net, you'll see the link to this, and it's a simple guide to using Google Analytics. So it will walk you through going to the actual Google Analytics website, getting the code that you need, embedding that, blah, 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 blah. And then what's nice about it is Kickstarter specifically, they have a dashboard where you can actually integrate Google Analytics, and they'll show you how to link those two and uh, you know give you some other tips on there. And what's great about that is once you do that, you got so much more information and you know where your traffic's coming from, how long they're looking at your projects and stuff. Um, Super, super, super valuable tool. Very helpful. Um, on there, so make sure you guys actually check that out because I think that is an awesome tutorial they put together. All right, Drew, we got one quick uh, kick shout today. Oh, and, the kick uh, shouts! Yes. These guys tweeted me um, cool. a lot, Love so it. it is a true true vine gifts wine jelly. So uh, they claim that true true vine gifts wine jelly will change what you thought you knew about jelly. It ain't just for hey. biscuits. Oh, wine jelly. Yep. Wine I like jelly. where they're going. Um, I'm not a big wine drinker myself, but I knew the the wines that they put in there, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> on there. But if you want wine jelly, check them out. <laughs> Looks like a fantastic project, well put together. All the parts and pieces are there. Pledge levels with the right spaces, like they are on track, folks. Mm-hmm. Go support. All right. So now, finally, to our first, or not finally, first of all, to our first project <laughs> of the night, on there. Um, so, Drew, let me ask you this: You you, you travel sometimes, and and you know you're taking the whole family out yep. places. Um, 
how how often do you remember to actually brush your teeth? I have this horrible thing. Like I, I yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I don't remember much. Even when we take the kids somewhere, it's like nine times out of ten we forget the toothbrushes. And so my sister or whoever we're staying with is always like, even the nieces now were my cousins, I guess. But. <laughs> They just have a my kids, they, my kids' cousins. They'll be like, "Hey, mom, we need to have extra toothbrushes in the house for when Drew brings his kids over because they always <laughs> forget." Like it's a standing joke that yeah. they they provide for us. Yeah. Um. I, what, I, like, what have you found? Like, do you care to? Because remember, you're supposed to brush at least twice a day, right? I do uh, pretty good. Yeah. And you and usually they want you to brush right after lunch. But how many people do you actually know carry a toothbrush brush with them and stuff? And if I find out that they like, if I find a uh, a, a fellow colleague or somebody that has a toothbrush and toothpaste in their office, I think they're weird. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, leave that crap at home. Yeah. And and it, and it gets messy too because you got to carry your toothpaste and then like mm-hmm. a toothbrush all separate. It's weird. And I I I'm not gonna lie, I feel uncomfortable brushing my teeth in a public bathroom. Yep. Uh, yep, it's, just, it's weird. I'm like, uh, I don't know where this. Ew. Anyways, so these guys, which are a local project, my dad, they're out of Provo, Utah, so just south oh, wow. of Drew and I, um, on their invented the Rush Brush. So the Rush Brush is kind of a little micro toothbrush you could probably keep in your pocket or in your bag somewhere. And actually, inside the handle, there's toothpaste on there. And what you can do is actually squeeze the handle, and it will dispense some of that toothpaste through the bristles and you can kind of use that to brush your teeth with on there. And you can use about, beautiful. it has about enough toothpaste in it to last three to five uses, depending on how much toothpaste you use. I mean, come on, let's be honest. No one here uses the commercial amount of toothbrush. Cause that's just crazy. Right. 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 On there. And I, I, I love this idea, you know, um, they're actually working on it so you can actually rotate the head. So that way you don't accidentally squeeze out toothpaste. That's what I'd be afraid of. Like I'd put it in my backpack and then I'd like lean on it and it'd be like, sorry, your, your hard drives just got brushed. (laughs) Yeah. But they're going to put a lock on it. Yeah. They're, they're working on a lock and they're actually trying to make it biodegradable. So that way when you throw it away, it's safe for the environment. Um, It's, you know, that's, that's pretty much it's a little mini toothbrush and you use it. (laughs) I, I love the guys in the video because there's something about this dude's like outfit that tells me that he's straight out of the nineties. I'm excited about that. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. Like there's the one has my haircut that I had in high school and the other one is wearing a pendant that I think he got from a whalebone. Like this is besides that, I think the idea is fantastic. Hipsters. Sorry, there. I usually don't yeah, I don't usually Hipsters are they're a thing now, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, get a haircut. But I love your toothbrush. I think it's wonderful, Mr. Warner, Mr. Clark. I think it's a fantastic idea. Uh, that was like send the most, me one. Can, can I just tell you that was like the first time I've ever heard like the most old manness thing from you. Ever <laughs> get a haircut? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I am embracing my inner crank. <laughs> what are these kids? What are these kids doing? That's uh, what, no, what, I'm excited. I'm, yeah, this is a good. Yeah. This is a good. See that? That's a show that we got to do when we're tired and old. It was just <laughs> us wailing on little old, kids every yep. week. Yep, old men react. These guys with their ocular implants. Uh, <laughs> we used to have to hold up a phone to see things. <laughs> oh, I want to be there. Oh, I still want to be there. Oh, that, that's what that's what that's what's going to happen when both of us retire. <laughs> Love it. Um, Love it. But they're actually also doing a good thing too. For every five of these brushes they're selling, they're actually going to donate one to natural disasters or an impoverished country on there. So, which you know. If in those situations, I think that's great because then they don't yeah. have to. Because I, I don't, I don't think in a third world country, 
oral hygiene is like on the top of people's list. So, never, never. Um, and the I don't even know how they're affording to sell these because one brush is like five bucks. I mean, if you're getting five brushes out of that, that's a dollar per brushing, which seems more than enough on there. Um, I don't know. Does this sound like something you'd use? I think so. I really like the idea of like throwing these into backpacks or, you know, they, even anything that we do when we're going out overnight, just to have these set aside in their suitcases or something, because they'd be so easy to pack and not even think about. It's a pain for me to be like, especially when I come back from a trip, I, I have to like, you know, end of the day, we're wired, tired. I'm always like, oh, crap, toothbrushes are still packed. Forget it. I don't want to dig for that. I don't want to dig for that. But if you had something like this, it was just traveling with you in a suitcase and you knew it was there, then yeah, you just get it, use it, and you wouldn't have to relocate things. That's like, I mean, it's, oh, I am, I'm, I'm falling in love with this idea even more. Yeah, I, I, I love it. And then I think they're coming out with two versions one with fluoride in it and one that doesn't have fluoride in it. And if I'm reading their comments right, the one without fluoride in it does not have an expiration date. The one with fluoride, yeah. it has a two-year mandatory expiration date that the FDA mandates. Totally makes sense, but I think that that would still run. That'd still work just well. So I mean, I I think it's great. So that's a back from me. Is is it a back from you? Yeah, this is a back from me. This is uh, especially at that at that price. Like this, this is all good. This is good. I like where they're at. Yep. And so that is the rush brush. And now you alluded to this a little bit earlier today, Drew. I'm ready to get some knowledge bombs from Master Drew right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Um, what I wanted to bring to the forefront, and this is where I have to shift gears from being like all funny about the cranky old man thing to changing the topic and focusing our energies on something that's actually like important for the universe, something that you all can be a part of helping out and, and changing the lives of a cat colony that I'd like to, like to share with you. Uh, my friend Phyllis, uh, Phyllis Rigsby, she um, has a need uh, in her community where there is a feral cat colony that's apparently aging. Like they're getting too old to fight. I mean feral cats are near and dear to my heart. I'm a wild cat, right? I'm a wild cat. We have feral cats on campus that I love, and I, I absolutely used to love to find them on campus when I was a student many, many years ago back when I was a hipster doofus. But now – I, you know, I haven't seen them forever, so I think we lost our feral cat community. Maybe they moved up into the mountains. But F- Phyllis here, Phyllis, that's right, Phyllis. I just like to say Phyllis. Anyway, <clears throat> Phyllis has a need. She's trying to raise $767 to buy a cat fence enclosure to create a natural habitat and a predator-proof space for her aging feral cat colony. And, and this is something that somebody's been taking care of these geriatric feral cats for many, many years. Uh, I think there's something just impactful and solid about using that term geriatric feral cats. Because don't you get a vision? Like when I say those words together, you you get a vision of geriatric feral cats. Well, let me tell you something. This project that she has put together for a mere couple of dollars, you can help to save some of the coolest cats they have, like Captain Hook, Snagglepuss, like Blackie. Like there's there's some great cats that are in danger because they don't have a fence up right now, and they are going to get attacked by predators, and they can't defend for themselves. They, they don't have all their parts and pieces. They're missing, like, they have chipped tooths. Tooths? <laughs> chipped teeth. <laughs> so, for 50 bucks, you can make a, a, a pledge. You're helping out the cats. You get to be mentioned on the website. Um, for a dollar, you get a special thank you in the credits, wherever the hell those are. I don't even know where the credits are. Like, they write those on the fence? I don't know. 
But for a hundred bucks, this is a great one. For a hundred bucks, that's a seventh of the whole like project price. They will give you a two foot by three foot digital pet portrait Ooh. done from your pet's photograph. They'll send you the digital version. You got to print it out yourself. But they will for hundred bucks. They will make your pet portrait into a painting, digital painting, which means they probably have a really really impressive Photoshop filter that they will turn on to your pet's photo and turn them into a painting. There you go. That's the that's the whole project. Feral cat. Save the aging feral cat colony. I'm trying to be as serious about this as I can. They're trying to build a fence, folks. Save the cats. Seems like a good cause. And part of me is wondering, is like, do they have these for humans? Because I have a feeling when I get old, I'll, I'll need it. I mean, because I have Put fight now. I have yep. fight now, but I don't know about later. Right? Put the geriatric KT in a cage, please. I, I will run that Kickstarter when you are old and gray. <laughs> I will be like, please. Folks, we need $300 to just buy a dog kennel that we can put KT inside and keep him alive and well. Protect him from the predators. Yeah, you you, you can link back I'll to this with, episode. Yeah, many, I'll throw many some dice in there for you. You'll be set. Uh, <clears throat> I don't, that, my friends, is saving the aging yeah, feral cat community. This actually seems like a solid cause. So it is. It's a good cause. Uh, it's, it's a back for me because I, I want to help the feral cats. I'm deathly allergic to cats, but... I'll, I'll, I'll help some all the more reason to put them behind their fence <laughs> yeah uh in the, in the safe zone so this is in monticello georgia by the way but yeah i guess Much, I, many, many I farther away from me so i don't you know yeah, even <laughs> no i think this is what i love about this project is that it is it is a passion project right and there's a group and a community they've already they've already raised half their money they've got another 20 days to go but there's a passion here uh from people that are like you know what we're going to take care of this and any one person that forks out 800 bucks to save the cats is going to be like that's that's a hard hit but when you collect it and you find the right people to say yeah that's my community i know i i know these old cats i get it i know these old cats i'm gonna save them i think it's it's in the right place so this is a back for me yeah way to go I, yeah, I, I, I love it this is like the whole core of crowdfunding in general you know it's it's you're really passionate about something you want to make it happen and you're finding people who have the same passion and drive and will help chip in a couple bucks for it and I think the only way that this project will survive, like it's already halfway there. The only way it's going to go through is because uh, Phyllis here is finding people in that area to, to 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 back it. Like she is, she's doing the footwork, and this is just the place for them to get together and and to you know deliver their their funds. So she's doing it right. She's got this. Like I'm building a community. I'm finding the people that love this. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, and and can can I say she's doing a couple things right for a project too? If you go into the comments, she actually like goes back. And responds to a lot of these comments mm-hmm. on here, and lots of good updates too. Yeah, yep. she has ten updates. Some of the huge projects don't have ten updates this early into a project. I mean, yep. that's, and it looks that's like so great. Every, every two or three days, she's adding something about uh, some of the cats. Like, who are you going to help? Well, here's meet Captain Hook, meet Snagglepuss, meet Patches. I think that is so yeah. rad. I, I mean, that that that's great. So, I mean, this is this is actually a good project. You guys should check. Don't out. be yeah. Don't be surprised if I don't launch my own feral cat community saver. For the Weaver Wildcats and wherever they are, maybe that's it. I will launch a project to yeah. find find Ooh. feral cats. They were there ten years ago. Yeah. So that They're that, that way you'll be ready when I need to retire and right. you know practice on there. All right. So our last project of the night on there, and I don't know if you have this problem a lot, Drew, because you're when you're teaching, you're on your feet, you're dynamic, you're oh, engaging I'm, the students. I um, am. I am, and I and I. The other day, I turned on music and I was dancing. And so today, when I got to class, they're like, "What? No dancing today?" I'm like, "Shut up! It's Tuesday. We got crap to do now." 
but yes, I'm usually very, oh, that, that, very I, animated. That was better than my response. Like you guys didn't tip well enough last time. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tip. <laughs> yes. On there. So I, I don't know if you have this problem on there. You may on your editing sessions, but I have this problem because my day job, I sit behind a desk all day, every single day. And I, you know, you get, you get in, you, 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 everybody knows how this is. You get into the zone on there and you're just cranking away at your desk and you realize four hours later, you've just been sitting there sedentary for the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. This happens a lot on there. It's so- starting to show too. My belly is starting to show fat. I know, but at least you, ha- you have a- excuses to go out and like walk around. Right. Yeah. I, do. I, 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 I can't quite do that. I can't do my work when I'm not, wa- when I'm not sitting at my desk on there. So, mm-hmm. um, this is called the hover and it is a way for you to burn. A- it's not going to be like, drastic you know give you a six pack or so anything like that but it's going to help you burn more calories during the day while you're sitting on there so it's kind of a good multitasking way uh-huh, uh-huh. on it so what it is is if, uh, me not being able to hit my buttons um, it's a device you put under your desk and you can either screw it on or it has a separate stand and you put your feet on the device and it kind of floats above the ground and you just move kind of like a free free flowing swing or, or a ring or a tire swing on there where it just kind of mm-hmm. moves around on your desk. So while you're working, you can just move your feet and that will actually help burn a few more calories. Um, and according to the project, you can burn about 17 more calories than just sitting alone. So that's, you know, it's not a lot, but it, it makes a difference. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's more, it's more nothing. Right? Yeah. And, and, they, and they say it's the closest that you'll actually get to, walking while sitting and they say it doesn't distract you and for some people it actually might help you concentrate more i mean right like the wigglers yeah um it might actually help me because when i sit it like i'm not gonna lie um if you sit next to me in like a movie or something or just somewhere where i I know i'm sitting there for more than 15 minutes um my leg's gonna probably start tapping or shaking you're you're a bouncer huh yeah yeah uh, I, I'm bad at it. I, I try to stop it, but I'm, I, I will catch myself doing that constantly. And then I do it at my desk all the time. Actually, one of my friends that went to college with me, we would be in class and she'd just give me a death stare out of a sudden, like in the middle of the lecture. And I would totally know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> bad <laughs> boy. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. On there. So um, they also have an activity tracker that's supposedly helping you track some of this stuff. Um, I I don't know. I th- I think this might help. They even have like ideas that you could put ankle weights on there. <laughs> so oh. it it'll help you do more aerobic exercise while you're doing that. Um they've they actually tested it both at the Mayo Clinic, which is, you know, they kind of know their stuff when it comes to medicine and yeah, the yeah. uh what was it? University of Illinois at Chicago. Um on there both of them did independent studies, so not studies related to each other, and they both saw that it actually increased how much um ca- how many calories you were burning um and at Mayo they actually gave them uh neat which is non exercise activity thermogenesis on that um and that is you're burning calories but not exercising type thing mm. um on there so it's not going to be a cure all like make you lose 40 pounds or anything like that but it is part of the tool along with healthy eating regular exercise um, to kind of help you, give you a little bit more boost and burn more calories. Because I will tell you guys the secret to losing weight 
is uh, what? burn what? more calories than you that's, eat. That's the easiness on there. It sounds easy, but it's a lot harder than you think on there. And the way you do that is a combination of eating less, exercising more, and just, you know, finding little ways to just burn a few more calories during a day. That seems so like it's just it's there's seems no, like there's science, no, right? Yeah, there's no magical pill that's going to help you do that, but it's a combination of everything. And it does sound simple, but I swear it is one of the hardest things ever to do. Um, because I yeah, because you you know me, I walk by a plate of bacon and like you can't say bacon, no to that bacon <laughs> <laughs> on there. So you know, on there. All right, Drew, for our last project, it is the. Sack of the week, and uh, I love the sacks. So, so I, I I showed you the hoppy top because Dito was here in our last episode, um, and and actually, what was your feedback about the hoppy top? Was that was did that inspire you to get one? Yeah, yeah. It was like I watched the video especially, and I was like, you know what? I could I could teach my kids the classic jump on things with the old man game, <laughs> the hoppy top. Yeah, I, uh, I was watching that video. I'm like, okay, either they found a VHS tape, uploaded it, and then had to crop the four three to make it widescreen, <laughs> or they actually recorded it like it was out in the '90s, and I couldn't tell which one would be worse. <laughs> yeah, if they did that on purpose, I would cry. <laughs> like, I hope they found it original. <laughs> on there. All right. So for this one, um, and you're probably thinking about this because those stupid students are like stressing you out, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you just love to go take a vacation on a beach somewhere? Yes. You know, just yes. So I'm making plans. In fact, this summer I'm making plans to just drive. Just drive. <laughs> I'm finding three whole days and I'm going to just, just peace out with the kids. We're going to drive to a beach. Nice. On there. So, but what do you wear at the beach? Because I, I, as far as I know, Drew, you don't frequent nude beaches. I don't frequent nude beaches. Um, and when I get there, it's just it's just me and my me and my shorts. Uh, on there, so you need some fashionable clothes, right? For that, I and, and, yes, I I do not have beach attire. That's yeah. true. So our sack of the week has this amazing video that will tell you about their towel tied fashion. So far, so good. Yeah. Okay, it's a little style. It's checking out her shorts. Did you ever think? That we would make clothes out of towels. <laughs> Did you ever believe it? What? Well, we are. This well. is Tail Tide, the clothing line that makes clothes out of beach towels. We have some famous artists, and those oh. artists do a wonderful job with our clothing line. I just noticed she said artists. I think you should wear Not artists. I think you might Famous like artists. It's pretty cool. You know we have it for men and women. And it's awesome. Awesome. Every day in a new color. <laughs> Who cares about the other clothes? We're original. <laughs> We're one of a kind. We're even better than that. No one has them yet. I love the how they glow. And our secret is wear towel clothing. Secret. And everyone will wonder where to get it. I love how they get to the point where they're repeating the B-roll. Over it. But we are the first. We are the beginning. 
We will develop. We will ship on time. Praises. We'll be the best company to work with. We appreciate that you have yeah. taken the time to review too. our presentation. Towel Tide has a full line of patterns and designs for men and women. Our sales are to local retailers, Cedar Fair and Wolf Creek Water Parks. We will be attending the U.S. Open of Surf in Huntington Beach, California, and the Panama City, Florida Jazz Festival in April. Yeah, wow! Like I, I was all excited when it's like U.S. Open of Surf. <laughs> of surf. That's where towels are played. That was really trippy. Like she has, um, I, and I'm in the process right now of finding some voiceover artists for a couple of commercials we're doing. That style did not ever cross my mind. Like she was just like, <laughs> "Have you ever thought that we would be wearing towel?" Yeah, it's called a robe. I put it on when I get out of the shower. It's the same thing. It's got armholes and a little like it's a robe, but it's not unique. It's not the first of the kind. We're the first, and we're an excellent company to work with. Wow, that was a wonderful sack. Thank you for finding that oh, joke. That's a gem. I, I, and that's not even the best part. They're trying to raise $75,000? <laughs> to turn towels into clothes. How much How much did they raise so far? Uh, $4 out of three backers. Well on our way, vote. Oh, out of three backers, so no, out of, nobody's actually nobody's, putting in a Yeah, money. nobody's actually bought a towel tide. Sharon, I don't know if you knew this, Sharon Copen, but uh, there's a part of this this process in which you can you can back your own project just to show that you got some skin in the game. And right now, I think she saved her her forty dollars or whatever the what's the pledge hundred dollars. She saved like ninety six of her hundred dollars to buy more of that stuff that got me to this point. <laughs> And put four dollars into the campaign. And I just realized this: they have a twenty-five dollar pledge that you no towel. you get a customized towel tied T-shirt to show your support. Oh, a T-shirt, yeah, it's limited to one. One left of one. <laughs> Only one person gets the customized shirt, and it's not even made it's, out of towels. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want, and this is this is pretty wild, but if you want the towel like an actual customized towel. Like what they are pitching this whole business is going to be, it only costs you two hundred dollars. But if you wanted a towel tied spiral glass, oh, the glass blown, the glass blown logo pendant. Yeah, that's only hundred bucks. I'm, I'm just saying, judging by that voiceover, hey. she may have some experience with blowing blowing. Glass. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. I love the title, by the way. The whole title of the project is towel tied. Fashion, surf, college, trend, wild, 360. Sick. <laughs> Comfort. Like, did somebody mess up their SEO? Those are tags. That's not a title. Those are tags. <laughs> it's so, like she pulled up Idiot's Guide for or, like SEO. Guide, SEO, except it was not even like the official Idiot's Guide. It's more like <laughs> the bridge notes of Idiot's Guide. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to tell them where to put the tag. I, you know, I love our sex because we, we do. We tell people what's, <clears throat> what they're doing wrong. I will tell you this, the idea of making clothes out of like beach towels with that kind of fashion feel, that's a good idea. Like I get I get it. I get the idea. I just feel like you and I could do this. We could take yes. your, we could take your doll dress making skills and just yes. size, scale it up to human size and we're good, right? I can't believe you just brought that up. Did you <laughs> We didn't talk about it. I tried to make a doll dress for one of my kids. It took me three tries and I ended up 
making a jack and it was horrible. <laughs> That's so bad. Yes, but you and I could do this. <laughs> yes, we could. And we would know better than la- to, you know, to to do a limited edition. Oh, yeah. all of ours are going to be limited edition because they're made with love. And may, <laughs> made love. And, and may fit only like three of your appendages. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be able to, you'll only find, it's like a need. We'll make a towel need. Whatever you can fit in there, you can go. Oh man, that is a solid sack, friends. That is a oh. solid sack. Please go and back them just so you can hear her voice. Is, Did you ever think Katie and Drew would make a show about drug references? Going to the beach with the first. Did you ever? Yeah, if if you need a voiceover like that, Drew, I, I can do it. I can do <laughs> yeah, it can do w- w- without the same aids that she may have had. On there, but I can do it. I, do I, it. I just, I just wouldn't sleep the night before. There you go. And then I'm like, whatever you want me to do, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On that, and sadly enough, um, but what a way to end the show today. <laughs> if you guys have any sacks of the weeks or regular projects or any kick shouts you want us to mention, shoot us an email at kickcast at ktdata.net or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash kickcast. Or on the tweeters at night twenty for that wise man over there. Tweet me at KT Data for myself or at Kickcast for the show. Um, of course, we have our show notes if you want to watch the Taltide video. And I mean, who wouldn't want to see this video more than once? Right. Head head on over to Kickcast.net. We have links to all the projects there. Um, and of course, we always love it when you guys watch live. Our next live episode is going to be April twenty sixth, twenty sixteen. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's hope I make it. That's finals week. <laughs> Maybe you actually needed the the. Did you see the bulletproof vest that I had put down as a cut? No, not yet. Uh, Is that <laughs> on there? I thought of you. I'm like, maybe he needs that during finals week for protection. <laughs> for protection. I I will tell you. I had a student this last week do something that I I fear has probably been done before, but this time I caught it. He made something months and months and months ago. And turned it in as one of his assignments in my class. And I was like, hold on. Because he pulled it up on Vimeo to show everybody. And I was like, why does that say four months ago? Oh, that must be an error. And so I started doing a little digging. And I was like, you retard. No, that's not an error. You tried to pull the wool over me. Uh, anyway, so I called next, him on it. So, yes, I probably need some sort of vest. N- next thing you know, he's going to submit an episode of the KitCast and say, yeah, I was that Asian <laughs> kid in there. This. I was that Asian kid there. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the ultimate, like, yes. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. All right, I'm looking at your vest now. But, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, folks. On there. So um, until then, guys, bye-bye. Good night. Good night.